We wrote an article that went viral and sparked a natural hair revolution. We are Elise and Aisha, moms to small humans, digital content creators, licensed hairstylists, brand agnostic, curl educators, and generally your snarky girlfriends with no filter. We're two women from the south side of Chicago taking the stupid out of natural hair. On this episode of Curls Disrupted, we're talking about what does it take to be an educator? (laughs) I mean, what does it take? Like, how do you go about it? So, like, full transparency, I had no idea that I would be teaching. Like, real talk, I had no idea. Alicia just called me up one day on the phone and was like, hey, so we're teaching the class. And I'm like... Okay, what does that look like? So what happened happened was uh, we had been having um, professional stylists in our 30-day hair detox for since the beginning. Yeah, and if you don't know what the 30-day hair detox, it was a challenge that we created for the consumer to give up their oils, their butters, and their poor hair care habits to trade them in for what we knew worked behind the chair. Yeah, so we were like... This is how we work, and we probably shouldn't work like this, but we do, and we're trying to temper ourselves. But it's like, okay, so we have these professionals in this class, and more professionals were inboxing us and emailing us about, how do I bring this into my salon? Because we were really just teaching consumers. We were not teaching other stylists how to do what we were doing. So it's like, let's do a beta test, <laughs> and let's hold a class at my old salon, and it was Marietta, Georgia, and... See who responds and how this is going to work. We didn't have a curriculum. We didn't have a plan. We didn't have anything. It was like, just let's an idea. just see. It was just an idea. Now, mind you, like, don't forget to tell the people, you actually had this on your agenda of things that you wanted to do prior I, to us actually meeting. I did. I had this on my agenda like back in 2012, <laughs> but I didn't know what it looked like and I didn't know what it would... I, I was struggling with how do I differentiate myself from what else is in the market and how do I really delve down into what is not being addressed and I think I had one of those like aha moments where I woke up in the middle of the night and wrote a whole page of stuff and said okay this is what we're doing I think we scheduled it for like a month later and put it up on Instagram right we should said who wants to come to Atlanta and take a class with us it was a two and a half day class it was. It was. We started out at two and a half days. We started. Oh, we started out doing the most. Uh, it was. <laughs> we're so extra. Saturday from two to seven. Uh-huh. Sunday from eleven to seven. Uh-huh. Monday from ten to four. And we went at it. We had three stylists from all over the country attend with us. And we realized, like, no, we got something here. Yeah. I mean, now some people would have looked at that and go, like, only three people. We was like, oh, three people. Yeah. Like, three people said, yes. no, no, I want to learn this. Right. I mean, and literally, we poured everything into them. Now, mind you, at the time, it is just the two of us. So I am going to grab breakfast. I am grabbing snacks. I am grabbing lunch because Prime she was, was not a thing. Prime was not a thing. It wasn't? It was not a thing. Oh, my God, how our lives then. have changed. Now prime. we just prime everything. Yeah, everything gets prime. Um, but I was acting as the assistant, also acting as like teaching a little bit. Not necessarily teaching any cutting techniques, but I definitely joined in on styling. Mm-hmm. 
So here you have us, and I'm doing the most, really. Like, Elisa's doing the most, I'm doing the most. Um, but we realized that we were on to something. And so what we always do with every single thing that we have done when we put something out, because again, it's a beta test. We don't know what the hell is going to happen. So if people could have not registered, we'd be like, okay, this isn't something people wanted. Or we could be like, mm, maybe it was too soon. Maybe we'll try a different format. And But people came. People came. So, so we're, we're like, like, okay. like This could become a thing. Let's, let's try this again. Um, and also, we always take make notes of everything that's happening, even if it was just the two of us, right? We make notes of all the things that are happening so that then when the next class will be better. Like, we're always striving to be better. We're never staying stagnant. I mean, even with this podcast, like, we're always striving to be better with the material or the content that we're providing. And we take what the questions the stylists who attended asked us and realize we can, like, build this out into more curriculum because this is what the stylists want to be learning. This is what they're having the biggest struggles with inside of the salon. This is what we can be addressing. So we're like, okay, we did it October 2017 Mm -hmm. in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And then we decided to do like four more. Actually, we did five more eventually. (laughs) (laughs) We did five more in 2018, um, starting out in Atlanta, Sacramento, Chicago, Dallas. Am I missing one? No, we did Atlanta twice. There was Sacramento. No, we only did four that year. We only did four that year. So, But each one we were able to understand the really pressing questions the stylists had about addressing tight curls in their salon. Mm-hmm. And so now, then we experimented with a longer format. A longer we format. with a shorter format. <laughs> and now we're like, no, no this no. is what it is. We're doing this. And, and that's this is it. it. But as an educator, um, it's it, it's more so about being able to share your insight, what you have found that works, what you find that doesn't work, and being able to explain that so clearly that every single person in the room leaves with a greater understanding of what it was that you shared. I will tell y'all this, like for out of all the classes that we've taught um, in this, what's this now, two, three years? Two years. Two years span. Um, it was a class that we did in Dallas 2018 that literally pushed me into another area that I didn't, I wasn't ready to accept, but I understood. The, mm-hmm. the students in that class asked so many questions. I love y'all. I love y'all. And we were sick. And we were sick. Both of us were sick. We were sick. I lost my voice (laughs) completely. And I was trying to fight out of whatever I was in, but they asked so many questions. At the end of class, I was like, please don't nobody ask me nothing else. But (laughs) I understood. It was like they pushed me and made me be better. Um, And so now when we're teaching classes, I'm literally explaining every single little nuance I probably can explain so that those who are in attendance get exactly what they need so they're able to take that stuff back to their salon. I want them to be prepared and ready. And now, truth be told, you're not going to be ready for everything because still things come to the salon. Some things happen that I'm not (laughs) ready for and I've been doing this a a long time in the curl world. But what does it take to be an educator? And for us, that means really being able to connect and communicate. We've seen some people who are, and this again, not any shade anybody, you can't be dry. <laughs> oh, no. Like some of the most amazing trainings I remember um, when I used to work for Crate and Barrel. Hey, y'all, I do mention names. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I remember the, the trainer at Crate and Barrel when she would come in. She had this like super bubbly personality. Everybody liked her. 
when I was like everybody, like I didn't never heard anything negative about her. And she always made herself or made each individual um, feel special. I see this with my son's teacher, actually, which mm-hmm. I find very interesting because mm. kids from other grade levels, like her old students. Oh, they come back? They come back. And oh, they're like, awesome. hey, miss, you know, what's her name? I'm not going to say her name, but she knows who she is. But I noticed, like, like I watched this exchange and mm-hmm. I watched her talk to them. And like, she literally feels like there's, makes that person feel like there's nobody else there mm-hmm. but her and them. And so mm-hmm. from that, I understood like, what is, she's an educator. Yeah. I mean, and she does a fabulous job of being able... She has a classroom of at least probably 27 kids. And uh, each one of those kids. Little kids. Five to six. <laughs> with high energy. And they are... I've been in a classroom with them, so I know how they <laughs> operate, right? But that... what. Leaning in on even that, like mm-hmm. seeing her engage with those five and six year olds, I take something away from that, like to be able to be an educator in this space. Cause mm-hmm. I'm sure y'all are like, how are you educating? You've only been doing this two years. But so t- let's let's say that. Aisha is a better stylist than I am. <laughs> I'm saying this right now. <laughs> it is November 2019. Aisha is a better stylist than I am. She styles the hell up out of these tight curls. I have been, I have consistently, since she's been in the salon behind the chair, I have been learning things from her, how she styles. So it's not about how long you've been in the industry. Absolutely. It's about what have you mastered? What is your client's reaction have been? Has have their reactions been? And then can you teach that to others? She Ooh. was able to teach that to me. Somebody, again, who's been doing this a lot longer. She ain't an easy listener. I'm just kidding. And I'm, no, no, no. She's I'm not, not an easy she's listener. Not, she's not. Because a lot stubborn. of times she's, she's usually like, I don't like that. And I'm like, but what don't you like? Because I'll push her and I'll say, well, she what does. don't you like about it? Because what I think you don't like. And I always find out, but she won't even say it. And I'm like, I think you don't like this. She's like, I don't. And I'm like, because of this. And then she's like, oh, oh. I didn't think of it that way. And so things like... Tangling tools because you weren't really using them. I, I was using them, but not for, that much. But but this was before the Felicia Leather yeah, came out. Too. Yeah, true, true. And so Aisha brings in a fresh breath of air, and she wasn't doing things as they've always been done. And because there's things I developed in 2011, 2012 that got had to get new eyes in 2016. True, because Aisha's coming in and with a consumer, a more consumer mindset with the hair she has, and with the clients she's working with. So I'm open to learning from her. And so the fact that as an educator, you're open to learning. Absolutely. And you're open to teaching even the most difficult of students. Because <laughs> we get some people. We get some people. We, we see y'all at the class now. I know we y'all listening. Y'all. But we saw y'all. Like, we love y'all. I saw y'all over there like my son like, <laughs> I, saw, right I saw y'all and I was really talking to y'all but I saw y'all <laughs> no but we we see that um we get that um because we have to do a lot to really differentiate ourselves from everybody else in the market I mean we're probably the more people give us that well what they doing different than anybody else like Folks can roll up, pull up with a class. Nobody questions them. But for us, and we know, we know what it is. Two black women, and we're not. We're very unapologetic about being black, and also not brand uh, loyal. We're not brand loyal, but we like brands, and we say what we like when we like it. Like we're not saying we love the whole like line of products, but we like this one product. Listen, 
this is the dopest product. She, we, we say that, right? Mm-hmm. And other people know that and respect that um, about us. But with that being said, like I'm even open when we're teaching class because every single class that we've taught, I learned something from yes. the other stylists there. Yes. So even as an educator, you need to be open to what's going on, being on trend. This is something um, I bought into our space because mm-hmm. I'm following the social space. Because I don't. She doesn't. So <laughs> I have to bring, and I can't follow it like I used to, but we're, mm-hmm. we have a, a following of hair nieces that keep us abreast of everything that's going on. So mm-hmm. we're able to lean into the insight or whatever trending is happening. But with that being said, if we didn't, look at what was going on. If we weren't aware of the things that were happening, we would be so far behind um, in this industry. And as stylists, you know, thinking you have it all together or you've got this one thing, it's like there's something different about what everybody is doing. And I want to take more classes from other styles. I'm, Trust me, I do. Oh, yeah. Next year next year will be the year for classes for us to take them. I just haven't had the ability to because what? I have a two-year-old. So I have it's a like, five-year-old. I was and a lot of, a lot of, right, I was it's like, first of all, my days off, I just want to chill. But <laughs> I do want to get into some more classes and see what other like things I could learn um, mm-hmm. that will be helpful for me behind the chair. So you're Even. saying always being open. Gotta always be. You open. have to arrive open. Like... People arrive into our classes not open will miss the whole message. We'll miss the point. Like the whole message. Um, but, and wh- but if you're if you're also a teacher, yes, an educator, and you arrive to your own classes not open. Oh Lord, that's where I think sometimes you miss the gold because you definitely again, will. We're, even as educators, we're still serving. We're still providing service. And so if we're not able to take in what the concerns are of the people that we're serving, you're not gonna make you're money. Not you're not gonna make love money. This is, you're this not. Is why she's our CFO. <laughs> uh, but you're also you're not going to be able to sustain. No, you're not being, gonna... especially being an independent educator. You're oh. not gonna be able to sustain that educating because, again, you're tailoring the education to the people learning. You're tailoring the delivery. So it's sometimes people get it from you speaking it. Sometimes they get it from you saying it. Sometimes they don't get it. So they get in that hair and you're literally like, no, do this. Try this. Feel this. Taste this. Shut the up. <laughs> uh, how to get that brain back Wait, 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 wait. Bring back reference. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you're like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what are you saying again? Because that doesn't even, like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, explain to me what your, what, your point of view. So not being open as an educator, because we both, we're both college graduates. Um, we've both been in, in, in environments and classrooms on college campuses where we're debating things in the classroom with the teacher. Every like, day. Every day. And that didn't impact or affect our grade in any kind of way. They welcome it. a positive it. part of our grade because they want you to be critically thinking. Absolutely. About the subject. Critically thinking and open to expanding your horizon. Open to not necessarily changing, but understanding other viewpoints, understanding the entire picture. And so as an educator, I think... I think that's, for me, one of the most important things. Um, Being able to have that type of stage presence and speaking presence. So if that's not who you are and you want to become an educator, get with someone who can really teach you how to talk. Yeah. And how to communicate body language, uh, voice projection, um, and really explaining what's in your mind. A lot of times we're creatives and we just know something. Right, and we don't know how to necessarily put those things into words. Like I said, Dallas pushed me. Uh-huh. Not that I didn't have the words. It was like being able to like 
make it like just like what are you seeing? I'm like make it make sense. What am I seeing? You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> You know what? I had the same question. So being able mm-hmm. to like really push like um, and say those words, give those uh, adjectives to describe the thing that you're seeing and mm-hmm. how you're actually seeing it, and then being able to say, "Well, you're you seeing this, then impacts this." Yes. You know what I'm saying? So being able to do that, like that's really important. Another thing that I think is super huge and important, curriculum. Like creating and designing a curriculum. Now, I will tell you without a doubt, that is not anything that I do. I do that. This is what this lady over here does. (laughs) But we actually do have a lot of conversation about what is Mm -hmm. in the curriculum and how that's going to impact um, what we're teaching or what everybody is learning. And let's talk about how we actually shift our curriculum. For every place that we go to. We so we, do. We, we decided to do DC this past October. Mm-hmm. Uh, we realized that why our DC hair nieces were having such an issue was because DC is a swamp. Literally, <laughs> it's built on a swamp. And it's when we, wet were, we were and there moist. in May, neither of us took this into thought process when we styled our hair. We're like, like, we could. So we understand I'm exactly what y'all are talking about. Look, like I was touching my hair for up here. Oh, yeah. it's, oh, it's down here. It's down here. It's now. down here. Oh, but we were we're realizing that we have to actually educate this DC class that's filled halfway with people who are DC and or DMV locals. We have to address the specific things that are going on in DC's climate. Absolutely, it's, it's actual physical climate, yes. and also the fact that DC is one of the most conservative working environments. In the country, it is. Everybody is employed. Not everybody, but I mean, I don't know. I never met. I haven't met. Any, I haven't met anybody who wasn't working in Me some either. way, shape, or form. The, whenever we go there city, with the government, city, DC proper, federal government. <laughs> Sorry, everybody the works is, for some way, some form. They're connected. Like so, it's just not a thing. But with that, go ahead. So there's, they're actually we're addressing the appearance of these very Absolutely. professional women in conservative spaces, combining that with this super humid atmosphere. So we're actually having to tailor our curriculum to fit that particular locale. And the reason why we were there, again, because of education, but we were there as a spokespeople for the consumer. Like, this is what was in our inbox. That's why we showed up to D.C. the way that we did. They were in our inbox saying, like, there wasn't. And there was. They're like, there's people there. But they were like, it's not that I'm not getting what we I want. We weren't seeing what we... We weren't seeing that. And when there were those D.C. clients were getting on planes, flying to other locales, and actually getting the thing that they want, we realized that, like, no, we have to bring this knowledge to the to the D.C. stylist. So that these clients can stop getting on planes to Chicago, LA, and Atlanta. <laughs> like, was like I, I can fly there. I had a whole argument with my one client in the inbox. This was before <laughs> we even met, which is funny. Like, like she still came. Like, no, no, no. You, I, you go here. She's like, no, no. Um, so I'll see you on Thursday. <laughs> so this is where we're understanding who you're teaching and where uh, you're teaching. Yeah, is very important. Very important. So I understand, like teaching, it seems to be like a hot thing. And nothing wrong with that, but you definitely have Come. to have a passion for being. Bring these different perspectives. Yeah, the more Bring perspectives, them, the better. Like the more perspectives, the better. But you have to be prepared for what goes along with being an actual educator, and you can do it on your terms. We've been doing it on our terms for two years now. 
I'm pretty sure we'll continue to do it on our terms, but we have made that very clear that like, here's where we are. We're definitely independent educators. And I mean, it's very rare though, like as far as the, the industry is concerned, as far as like the independent educator being a little more prominent or getting a lot of attention basically. Cause it's, and then, then it's, the, happening, it's happening in other aspects of the yes. industry. Um, and goes back to actually our last podcast. Mm. There are no gatekeepers anymore. There are so not. So if you have a body of knowledge, you don't have to wait that for you're somebody. confident in that you built a curriculum around, you don't have to wait for someone to recognize you and put that out there. You can actually put that out there yourself, but make sure that when you're putting that out there, that you're putting out quality product. You're putting out something that people come away from class feeling as though they can then go to the salon and execute. They know what they're talking about and they know where they want to go with it. Yeah. So we are really excited to see that people have those bodies of knowledge and they're ready to share it. And we cannot wait for 2020 to see. And it might actually be 2020 by the time we put this one out. <laughs> but so we can't wait to see what people's class schedules are for this year. Yeah, we're excited. And who we're actually going to be popping up on because I'm ready to take some classes, guys. I need some. I need. I need some and some fellowship. Like it's a fellowship. We yeah. love and we love fellowshipping with our students, but it's nice to actually be in environments and just be low key. Be the student. Yeah, to be the student because like and then somebody's like, I know who you are. You're like, what? I'm here to learn, just like you. I'm right here. <laughs> but just know that if that's something you're interested in and what you're what you're that you're passionate about, you can definitely like get it together and and put your education out there. But again, you gotta get. All those things in place. Um, and don't worry about it being cute to perfect. We weren't cute to perfect. It was three people in Atlanta, hot as hell. <laughs> like, was my AC network? Actually, my, my salon flooded. It flooded, right. Like, salon, it was a whole lot going on. I was the plumber, flooded. the teacher. <laughs> yeah, it was a whole bunch. It was some things with models. It was just, it was things. It was a lot. It was a th- but even but, though all those things went awry, like we still managed to have a good class. Uh, people were able to take those things back to their salon. And they're killing it. They are. So, we can't wait to see what you got for us this year.